programming for Toronto's Filipino community can be heard every Saturday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on AM 1430, CHKT, Fairchild Radio. This is AM 1430, CHKT, Fairchild Radio, Toronto. The following are programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily represent those of this station. Now programming for Toronto's Irish community on AM 1430 Fairchild Radio. Dear Greater Margin folks and welcome to Keologus Crack here on another summer Saturday morning. And this is uh, Mr. O'Brien and uh, joined by my uh, colourful co-host Mr. Tracy and back from another trip little impromptu trip to uh, the old side again great yes. to have you back though that's two in a row you're, two in a row you're on a roll here I am indeed yeah it's great and, and of course the fact that I'm back here speaking live to you Mike's side here in Toronto that means now Mammy knows I'm back safe she I didn't get to talk to her yesterday oh. when I got back you see normally I give them the call but they weren't there they must have been out on the town or something yeah, but is she really listening or oh she, she listens in you? every week she is such a loyal oh she tells me what's going on and wasn't too happy about your comments of calling me Barney last week either oh she was said that right she was anywhere close to you she'd be well, she didn't, see purse. she didn't see her outfit, so no, she, she had seen no. it now. She would have been And now that's all my daughter Brogan calls me now, is Barney. Oh, really? Yeah, thanks very much. No, you're very welcome. Mm-hmm. I hope you have a, you have an Irish passport. You don't go through that lineup no. when you come out. I have an Irish passport, of you course I do. I am so excited. I My Irish passport expired, and I got it renewed there recently, and I just got Irish passports for the kids, and I just, I'm, I can't wait. I'm going there on the 12th, yeah. and I just can't wait to use it and just not go into the lineup and just... March through with the kids. Have you? Why have you gone through the lineup? Have you gone back to Ireland? Last not three times it? I went to Ireland. Last four times I went to Ireland. You were in I, had, the, I was in with the the non EU with the crowd. American lads, oh, boy, the Canadians. Gosh, huh? Yeah, although I am a Canadian as well. Yes, but I had the Canadian passport. Fortunate. I got caught at the border coming back one time, um, driving across. Good. Now caught. driving, well, not caught as much as quizzed, I suppose. Right, right. A Canadian guard because I'd gone through Buffalo. Yeah. And I handed her my Canadian passport coming back into Canada. Yeah. And she said, oh, she said, uh, where were you? I said, I was in Ireland. Oh, so you must use two passports, she said. Because, oh. of course, I didn't have the stamp, the Irish oh. stamp on the Canadian one. I said, you she got me there. Picked up Mrs. on that. Yeah. But it's all <laughs> but legal. Good. It's all good. It's all legal. It's At all one legal. time I was told you couldn't travel on two passports. Anyway. Uh, yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Phil Mickelson won the Open last week. Imagine he did. That. He did. A lefty. Um, wow, what a display. It was good. It was good to was. watch. Pity there was nobody. None of the Irish lads were in the mix in the end. I lost a bit of interest, but uh, yeah. it was still good to watch. Oh, yeah. Good golf for sure. And uh, some big football on today. A triple header. Triple headers today, yeah. But not your boys. They're way down in Leitrim. They're, uh, we say up in Leitrim right. we kind of go up oh from right, yeah, Donegal you are, are coming yeah. down and you yes. probably come down you go across maybe but um, like yeah says, I, yep. I wonder if my lads will show up for that you know maybe Donegal might be a little bit lame today coming off the, the quick turnaround I don't know Mr McGuinness will have them fired up he will. I'm sure he will yeah he might um, he might, might want to send a message he might and send a message for all the Cavan listeners out there Right. If you're not watching the game right now we'll, go, we'll give a half time result sure, do, London do and Cavan right now one six to London. Yeah. Nine points to Cavan. Oh. All tied up at the half time. Very good. Very good. Yeah. I don't think London or people are giving London much of a chance in that one. So it looks like they're 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 pucking it out anyway. That's right. And I had because uh, I was back there was with my brother in law who was gloating with Monaghan's win in the Ulster uh Championship. I last hope he didn't weekend. hear my comments last oh, week. Oh he did. Did he? Yeah, yeah. And Ooh. I was teasing him all about it and uh so anyway, now he's, oh. he's had, before the game, of course, I was saying that you're, you're likely going to be facing Leash. This fellow knows all about gay, like I said. And, oh. But you see, he's not, not facing mm. Leash at all. So Is he big? He's a big fan. Oh. He had tears in his eyes there last weekend when I talked to him after the game. He was absolutely thrilled. And of course, my dad was thrilled that Mayo clobbered London. So there yeah. was two happy fellas back in Sligo. 
But you know what, though? There's been a lot of debate now about whether this provincial system needs mm. to be blown up. But um, I think that the timing of Monaghan winning that and uh, Limerick winning the Munster hurling yeah. has completely, uh, I think it's completely changed that argument. The, yeah. I mean, the, the euphoria, the excitement that, that, that is injected into those counties um, will be enough to kind of keep, keep them in it for, uh, for years and yeah. years. The, the, the trailing positive impact of that, I think, is great. Great for the GAA. Now, I mean, I'm not, I'm not in favour of blowing up the provincial system, but if there's ever an argument not to, we just saw sure. it happen. So yeah, great no time. doubt about it. Great time. A great man leading the GA over there, though. You oh, know, a leash fella. Yeah. Yes, indeed. We haven't had him on the show yet, have we? No, I keep sending him the odd note, and he says he'll do it. But um, trying to nail him down now is very, very difficult. The one question I wanted to ask him was, you know, what would be his dream All Ireland? Like, what, like, what would he like to be? Yes. At two teams within that way, he'd obviously say a leash, but of I'd course kind of give him a kick and say, "Listen, do you want to be realistic about this?" But I know he was giving you some stick there when we were going back and forth with him on emails about your old yeah. leash jersey. It's about time you renewed that thing. Yeah, you know, right? get her up to date. A Twelve-year-old sponsor. Yeah. yeah, that's not good. And good. then, of course, the Canadian Open is on this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we have uh, Graham McDowell playing on it. Made the cut. He started yes, off he did. bad, came back into it then. So he's out there on the course now. He's after three holes. He's even par for the day today, so he's still three under par. So he's a lot yeah. of ground to make up. But I saw that they're burning it up there again today. So maybe it's easier in the morning and harder in the afternoon. Yeah. So maybe if he can, if he can drag in there with like a sixty-five again, he might be. You never know. He might be go- worth going out to visit tomorrow. Yes, indeed. How's that Irish corner coming along? Uh, didn't really no? get any steam. No. no, I was up in a different Irish corner. I was up in Montreal for the entire week. Oh, and speaking of Montreal, you were up there on a bit of business, were you? I was there Calm all free. week. Yes. Yeah? Well, you would have been proud of me. Well, yeah. maybe not proud of me, whatever. But this past week, before I went off to Ireland on yeah. Monday, yeah. I decided I needed to get a bit of exercise. Yeah. And I was on the bike. Oh. 25 kilometers. Yeah. Sporting my... Calm free gear. Ah, good man. Huh? The highways and byways of Milton. And I had a fellas shouting out, Hey, I saw my house on Comfrey. Go away. Yeah. Ah, that's huh? great. That's great. Deadly, huh? I love hearing that. Yeah. My friend Troy sold his house with Comfrey and he saved $17,000. Oh, my. $17,000. Wow. And I asked him, what's he going to do with that? And he's, he's going out to, for a pint, will he? He's going to buy a motorbike. He's going to buy a Harley. Oh, so if you're out he there. Done buy, if he's listening in. Maybe goodbye is an old pint I'll, on that as well. I'll give you a friends and family special if you want to sell your own home with Comfrey. We'll give you all the tools to do it. That's good. the end. Yeah, Comfrey Common Sense Network Brokerage. Good, and, good. Um, very good. I found out this week I'm the general manager of the largest brokerage in Canada. Believe it or not. Congratulations. Yeah. Wow. I don't think, I don't think it'll make the news, to be honest. No? But, no. Well, it's made our news. Yeah, it did. It did. And there's no better news, is there? Yeah. Anyway, put a good spin on things, didn't I? That's very good indeed. Yeah. And so a little later on, we're going to have a couple of guests on the show. We have, yeah. We were talking a little bit about golf there a second ago. We're going to have uh, John Handley from the PGA of America. Fourth major. So we have... Imagine um, that. Going to be on our wee show here. And we're going to be down at that um, and uh, Rochester. Yes, indeed. Cheering on the Irish lads. We will. We'll be all there. So he'll be coming on here in a few minutes, uh, about 20 after. And then... Um, and then the president of the Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, he has to be one of the most popular men in the city. I'd say so, yeah. He's up there anyway. And if I you're mean, ever looking for an MC, he's, he's good at that, isn't he? Hmm? He's, he's a great man MC. for the MC. Yeah. yeah, for yeah. A, for a very Looks good in a tuxedo too. He does, he and, does. And... Uh, all round general good guy from Balbriggan. Balbriggan is right, yeah. Balbriggan, Saw the signpost for Balbriggan when I was in Dublin this week. <laughs> and I avoided did it. Did you follow it? I no, avoided, you avoided it. You avoided it, did you? So, uh, yeah, we'll have Cormac Monaghan on the show to talk about chamber stuff a little bit later on as well. And hopefully they've all found what they're looking for. But here's a track by Jerry Grennan. And it's I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For. <laughs>
Very good, Jerry Grennan there, and I still haven't found what I'm looking for. Well, the population of Ottawa went up by one this week, and Did. the population of Canada went up by at least one, I'm sure. We, I'm had sure our own, more. we had our own prince born here, didn't we? We did. On the line here now is um, New Daddy and uh, Desmond. How are you today? Congratulations. Many congratulations. Thank you both uh, so much. Uh, thank you for all the congratulations. And uh, yeah, we uh, we have good news to report to everyone. Uh, um, Stacy gave birth to a beautiful baby girl on Tuesday, July the twenty third at two twenty one in the afternoon, and uh, the baby's name is Lachlan Lauren Devoy, and oh, she came in at lovely. eight pounds seven ounces. That's a big one. Yeah, <laughs> well, my, my, my wife felt it, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, congratulations, Desmond. And uh, now, is Lachlan a, a family name or just a, a name you both kind of uh, really uh, fixed upon as a nice name? It's a lovely name, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, it is. A, it's, a, it's a name Stacy actually first gravitated to about six years ago. We mm. were in China and we'd gotten hold of a Australian newspaper. So anything in English we could get over there, we read. And mm. Uh, funnily enough, she's reading the obituaries of all things, and the fella oh. called Lachlan had passed away, and she remembers looking at it going, oh, that sounds like an interesting name. And then um, fast forward to earlier this year, um, we were talking about it again, and this was shortly after our good friend Eamon O'Loughlin had died, and we thought, you know, that would mm. be a good name for a boy or a girl, and it would also pay tribute to Eamon and his family as well. So oh, that's how nice. we kind of uh, settled on the name there, so it, uh, it lives on. Nice, strong name for sure. So maybe she could be the, the princess to the prince that was born over there. How about huh? that? 
That's right. Yes, we were kind of uh, we were kind of glad it was it was the next day, so kind of didn't, <laughs> didn't overshadow it. So the front uh, pages yes. were all about a little prince being born. We're like, ah, but we have a little princess over here. That's it. Good man. <laughs> all right, Desmond, I'll let you tear into the news there. All right, that's great, guys. Thank you so much, and good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland for this week, and here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning. Ireland's abortion bill landed on the desk of President Michael D. Higgins this week, but the saga of the Protection of Life During Pregnancy bill has not ended there. Higgins has decided to use his prerogative as president to convene a meeting of the Council of State to seek out its advice on whether or not he should refer the bill to the Supreme Court to test its constitutionality. The Council will meet on Monday afternoon at Arson Uchtaron in Dublin's Phoenix Park. Fifteen bills have been referred to the court since 1940, the last one being the Nursing Homes Bill of 2005, which the court found to be repugnant to the Constitution. If a bill is found to be within keeping of the Constitution, the legislation can never be challenged on constitutional grounds again by a citizen in the courts. The council is made up of the Taoiseach and the Kenny, Thomas de Eamon Gilmore, the Chief Justice, President of the High Court, the Speaker of the Dial, two former presidents, five former Taoiseach, retired Chief Justices, and seven Higgins appointees. The move comes after the Senate passed the bill 39 votes to 14 on Tuesday. All Fine Gael, Labour and Sinn Féin senators voted in favour of the bill, while only three of Fianna Fáil's 14 senators voted in favour of it. The bill finally upholds the 1992 Supreme Court X case ruling, setting out rules for the termination of a pregnancy if the life of the mother is in danger. Even though the bill made it through the dial, Justice Minister Alan Shatter said this week that it was still, quote, a great cruelty that women, that women still cannot have an abortion in Ireland in cases of fatal fetal abnormality, and that it was, quote, an unacceptable cruelty that abortion was not available to rape victims, and that he hoped that the issue would be revisited in a future referendum, though not likely in the lifetime of this government. In court news this morning, a retired Aer Lingus pilot has apologized for attacking 16 ATMs across Dublin as part of a dispute with the Ulster Bank about his mortgage. The Evening Herald reports that Michael Mahan, 68, caused €12,000 worth of damage as part of the glue and paint attacks over three weeks after the bank increased its monthly mortgage payments from €150 to €963. He said he felt stressed and that the bank refused to discuss alternatives to the 600% increase in his payments. He agreed to pay €5,000 for the damage to ATMs at Donnybrook Road, Dundrum, Stillorgan, Ternier and Renla in Dublin in September of 2012. Mahan told Dublin District Court Judge Victor Blake that he was sorry for what he had done. In weather news this morning, Dublin's oldest department store is forced to close its doors on Thursday after part of its roof collapsed following heavy rains. Cleary's on O'Connell Street was closed after a day for a day after a violent thunderstorm, according to the Evening Herald. A section of the roof of the nearby Matter Hospital also caved in at about the same time, forcing some patients to be temporarily signed to other beds. Flooding was also reported in parts of Dublin city centre, Cabra, Rathgar, Christchurch and Ballymun. Dark rail services were also suspended between Bray and Greystones in County Wicklow after lightning damaged the overhead power lines. The Dublin Fire Brigade reported that at about 12.10am on Thursday, the switchboard just lit up and at one point, nearly every fire brigade in Dublin was out in force. Met Aaron blamed the flooding on three weeks of hot weather, which made the ground very dry and hard, with the rain just running off of it. The rain also affected County Donegal, too, when the new €20 million Euro emergency department of Letterkenny General Hospital was flooded on Friday. The unit was evacuated after a metre of water flooded through its doors after an hour-long downpour caused by causing a nearby stream to overflow. Patients were moved to other parts of the hospital, while off-duty hospital staff rushed back to save waterlogged patient files. Emergency patients are now being referred to Sligo Regional Hospital and the Altnaglevin Hospital in Derry. Well, this week in Irish history, he may not have been Irish, but composer Ernest Ball, born in Cleveland, Ohio, on July 22, 1878, would go on to write a song almost as synonymous with Irish people as Danny Boy, the song When Irish Eyes Are Smiling. He was later inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. On July 22, 2007, Ireland's Padraig Harrington defeated Sergio Garcia of Spain in a playoff to win the British Open, his first major title win, a victory, a victory he would go on to repeat the following year. July 21, 1972 was Bloody Friday in Belfast when 19 IRA bombs went off, killing nine people and injuring 130. It was the largest single day of carnage during the Troubles. On the same day in 1976, Christopher Ewart Biggs, Britain's ambassador to the Republic of Ireland, was killed by the IRA when his car hit a landmine outside of Dublin. No one has ever been convicted of his murder. 
On July 20th, 1877, Antarctic explorer Tom Crean was born in Anishkol, County Kerry. He joined Captain Robert Scott on his ill-fated expedition of the South Pole. Finally, from us this week, Irish dancers have set a world record for the the record of people dancing in a continuous line when more than 2,000 people from 163 dance schools in 44 countries descended on and around the Samuel Beckett Bridge in Dublin this week. They were hoping to break the record held by the previous record holders in line dancing country, Nashville, Tennessee, where 652 people danced in a continuous line. The record attempt drew dancers from as far away as Mexico, Uzbekistan, and Japan. They were led by New York dancer Gene Butler, one of the lead dancers from the founding Riverdance troupe in 1994. The record attempt was organized by The Gathering, a year-long tourism drive to entice people with Irish links to visit the country. The final tally for dancers in a line performing Riverdance was 1,693, but the Guinness Book of World Records rules state that a single line of dancers must perform continuously for five minutes. Organizers claim that more than 2,000 people were on the streets dancing, but that only about the 1,600 and some could be processed in time. There you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland this week. Now you're up to date. Now it's a very happy Daddy Devoy handing things back over to the gang in Toronto, Ken Tracy, Mark O'Brien and Alex Young. So until next week, folks, Slán go file. Good man, Desmond. Well, you've let the secret out now why I was back there last week. <laughs> it wasn't business at all. It was dancing. You're, you um, were in it, were you? You've seen me, haven't you? <laughs> You're some man to go, Dead all right. Irish dancer. You're some man to go, all right, yeah. Very good. <laughs> the Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7575. 62. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of Executive Chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. And irishtravel.ca and kemphiltravel.com are taking travel bookings for 2013 and 2014. And next year, 2014, which will be Kempfield's 25th anniversary, there will be three airlines committed to serving Toronto to Dublin. Aer Lingus, for the first time since serving Montreal to Shannon in 1979, will fly a Boeing 757 daily during the summer season with up to four weekly services during the winter. And Air Canada Rouge will fly a Boeing 767 daily during the summer season with up to four weekly services during the winter. And Air Transit will fly an Airbus 310 or 330 from April to October with up to five flights weekly during the peak. So why not register now for super early booking anniversary offers? And another super 2014 early booking offer save 10% off all CIA tours up to $1,000 per couple. Just book and pay a $400 deposit per person by September 30th, 2013. Of course, 2013 deals are still available. Fly Air Transat October 18th to the 29th for only $799 fully inclusive. So for all your Irish needs, check out irishtravel.ca or call 1-800-668-2958. That's our friends at Kempfield Travel. Right, Ken, a bit of music com- coming along here. We do indeed. We have a bit of music from... Uh, we had his brother on the show last week with a bit of music, Luca Bloom. So this week we went to the uh, the other lad. Christy, Christy Moore, and he has a nice little introduction to this song called Black is the Colour. Yeah, I was 1968, I was doing a gig in the Glasgow Folk Centre in Montrose Street, and I didn't go on till about 12 o'clock on a Saturday night, and it was fairly late, and the fellow that went on before me sang this song, and when the concert was over, I said, 
And give us that old song, would you? And he did. Black is the color of my true love's hair. Her lips are like some roses fair. She has the sweetest smile and the gentlest hands. And I love the ground whereon she stands. I love my love, well she knows. I love the ground whereon she goes. I wish the day it soon would come when she and I could be as one. I go to the light, I mourn and weep, satisfied. I never. Then I write her a letter, just a few short lines, and suffer death a thousand times. For black is the color of my true love's hair. Her lips are like some rose. Is fair. She has the sweetest smile and the gentlest hands, and I love the ground whereon she stands. Done by the Clyde one Saturday night in 1968. Yeah. For Monoman, Brendan Dolan and his team welcome you to the Irish Shabine Pub, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. The Irish Shabine has been inspired by tradition and a desire to bring you the best possible Irish pub experience. Enjoy our warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cozy spots to call your own. Our menu has a wide variety of delicious pub fare, and we also offer a schedule of weekly live entertainment. The Irish Shabin can seat over 150 patrons, and we also offer a cozy 25-seat centennial boardroom with a fireplace and a 60-inch flat screen for meeting and presentations. This unique space is ideal for your special event, team, or association meetings. Drop in anytime and say hello to Brendan and his friendly team, or give us a call at 416-695-9178. Once again, the Irish Shabin is located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West just a few blocks west of Renforth Avenue. You can't beat the Irish and you can't beat a bit of home when looking for quality Irish goods. For over 10 years, our massive selection, convenience, and service have made a bit of home the choice for shoppers across Canada and the USA seeking Irish quality and uniqueness. But don't just take our word for it. Drop into our store at the Topkin Shopping Centre at the corner of Rathburn Road and Tompkin in Mississauga. We're open Tuesday through Sunday for your convenience. If surfing the net is your thing, visit our online store open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at abitofhome.ca. Celebrating 10 years of quality and uniqueness, a bit of home prepares of Irish and British goods. And the Galway Arms, located at 838 The Queensway in Etobicoke, invite you to come and enjoy some of the finest pints in the city and also featuring some of the best Irish meals in Toronto. Why don't you drop in to see the Keane family or call 416-251-0096 or visit www.galwayarms.ca. Of course, the Galway Arms is the Croke Park of Toronto, the home of Gaelic Games. And we're getting down to the crunch here. The championship is really warming up and starting to look very, very exciting. And uh, at the moment, there's a game on down there. They're in the second half at this stage of the London Cavan game. Ken just informs me that Cavan have taken about a two or a three point lead in that game. So that's well into the second half at this stage. But get down there for noon today and you can catch uh, the um, football championship game between Cork and Galway. And then at two o'clock today, 
Um, the third game that's being played, I believe, at Croke Park today, uh, a great game between the Royal County, uh, Meath and Tyrone. So a big game there. And then tomorrow morning at nine o'clock, it's hurling Cork take on Kilkenny as Kilkenny try to march their way back into the championship. Um, and uh, at 11 o'clock tomorrow, Galway take on Clare. Clare coming off that uh, massacre at the hands of my poor leash lads. Anyway, they get Galway tomorrow in what should be a very interesting encounter. Then at 4.30 Eastern time tomorrow, uh, highlights of all of the GAA uh, weekend games will be played as the Sunday game will be um, played down at the Galway Arms. That's at 4.30 um, 4.30 tomorrow. So anyway, lots of good good stuff going on. This thing good. is really heating up. It is, and the Kilkenny fans will be happy that Henry Shefflin is announced to start for Kilkenny tomorrow so something else he is something else just the fact that he'll be there I think they'll get a lift out of that well, who are you liking at this stage for what the overall the whole lot the whole, the whole lot I think Limerick really yes I think love it's to their see year that. I think love it's to their see year that. That's, that I'm going out now with that one that's it Limerick ah, what Made about the football well, it won't be leash ah it's easy pick the <laughs> one I don't think it'll be London either now. No, you don't yeah. think so? No. Yeah, but you have an advantage now because you saw the score a second ago. Yeah. Uh, it could be, it's, it's a hard one. It's hard to not pick Dublin. your dubs. Yeah, yeah, I see. There you go. Yeah, yeah no, I... It's going to be hard to, to go against yeah, them. Yeah, I do still like, um, the only criticism of Mayo so far has been they haven't been banging the ball into the net mm. and they drove it into the net last week. Five of them. Many, many times. Five. So Five. I wonder if they figured something out there. Maybe. Anyway, yeah. I think they'll be there or thereabouts as well. For and sure. uh, I would love to see Mayo win the All-Ireland football and Limerick to win that. I mean, that'd be a great year. Yeah. Yeah, be a great year. Well, we move on with a bit of music. So... Henry Shefflin is stepping it out for Kilkenny. Well, this track is called Step It Out, Mary. In the village of Kildoran lived a maiden young and fair. Her eyes that shone like diamonds, she had long Countryman came riding up to her daddy's gate, mounted on a milk white stallion. He came at the stroke of eight. Step it out, Mary, my fine daughter. Step it out, Mary, if you can. Step it out, Mary, my fine daughter. Show your legs to the countryman. Show your legs to the countryman. I've come to court your daughter, Mary of the golden hair. I have gold and I have silver, I have lands beyond compare. I will buy her silks and satins and a gold ring for her hand. I'll build for her a mansion, she'll have servants to command. So step it up, Mary, my fine daughter, step it up, Mary, if you can. Step it up, Mary, my fine daughter, show your legs to the countryman. Show your legs to the countryman. Sir, I love a soldier and I've pledged to him my hand. I don't want to hold your silver, I don't want to host your lands. Mary's father spoke up sharply, you'll do as you were told. You'll marry him on Sunday and you'll wear the ring of gold. So step it out, Mary, my fine daughter, step it out, Mary, if you can. Step it out, Mary, my fine daughter, show your legs to the country. Show your legs to the country man In the village of Kildoran There's a deep stream running by They found Mary there on Sunday She had to run with a soldier boy in the cottage there is music You can hear her daddy say Step it out Mary, my fine daughter Sunday is your wedding day So step it out Mary, my fine daughter Step it out Mary if you can Step it out Mary, my fine daughter Show your legs to the country man Show your legs to the country man Step it out Mary, my fine daughter Step it out Mary if you can Step it out Mary, my fine daughter Show your legs Yes, a lovely track there from Noel McLaughlin, a CD that was sent to us and quite appropriate because I picked Limerick. That fella's from Limerick. Oh. And a song called Step It Out Mary. 
So we'll move on with another wee bit of music off uh, Sharon Shannon CD. And this features Desi O'Halloran, Damien Dempsey and Mundy. And it's a song called Courtin' in the Kitchen. Have you ever courted in the kitchen? No. Once I fell in love with a maiden so bewitching I sent a rate of hell out of Captain Kelly's kitchen With me total lullaby, me total lullaby, me total lullaby, total lullaby At the age of 17, I was apprenticed to a grocer Not far from Stephen's Green where Miss Henry used to go, sir Her manners were so fine She set my heart to twitching When she invited me to a hooli in the kitchen With me to a lorala With me to a lorala With me to a lorala To a lorala I dressed myself quite nice and I shaved and brushed my hair up. Captain had no wife and he was gone out fishing. So he kicked up my life down below stairs in the kitchen. With my arms around her waist, she slyly hinted marriage. To the door in dreadful haste came Captain Kelly's carriage. Her eyes soon filled with haste. And poison she was spitting When Captain Kelly at the door Marched straight into the kitchen With me toodle-oodle-la Me toodle-oodle-la Me toodle-oodle-la Lovely stuff. All right. Well, we're just—that's the first uh, time we ever danced in studio. You yeah, and I going around. <laughs> You're panting there. I'm panting. How'd you going? <laughs> well, of course, I got plenty of practice there last last week in yeah. that big dance. Where were you now in the context of? If it was I was like, uh, had, right at the booking. end, so they could push me off. Yeah. You know, yeah. if I wasn't doing performing well. <laughs> oh my lord! Oh my. The sun stayed shining when you were over there, anyway. It did, yeah. Although Desmond was reporting about some bad thunderstorms, but for the most part, yes, it did. It was. Mm. It was actually very muggy there, and there was a lot of tourists complaining about the heat in hotels because you don't get air conditioning. 
Oh, of course. In hotels, yes, you see, because we're not used to that kind of weather over there. Oh. So the lads down there, you had to be quick on the draw. I got a fan for my room. So it's all good, you see, right? So I, anyway, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was I'm really big, muggy. I'm a big fan of yours too, you know. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, of course you are. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're good. We'll maybe... Uh, have uh, another wee bit of music, will we? We will, yeah. Have you an update on that game or no? Oh, gosh, I don't. I don't know. Okay, uh, all right. No. T- check it out there and we'll, we'll, we'll do it in a we'll bit. We'll come back with a bit of an update on that uh, music. We'll move on with a nice track here called Nancy Spain. Oh, I love it. Of all the stars that's ever shone Not a wonderful winkle like your pale blue eyes The golden corn of harvest time in your hair Sailing on by both the winds Gently flows of his by sails Your sweet scented breath is everywhere Daylight peeping through the curtain Of the passing night time is your smile The sun in the sky is like your love Come back to me, my Nancy Linger with me for just a while Since you've left me shores They've known a feast or shy No matter where I wander I'm still haunted by your name The portrait of your beauty stays the same Standing by the ocean Wondering where you've gone If you'll return again where is the ring I gave to Nancy Spain? On that day in spring, when snow starts to melt and streams to flow, the wind and the birds I'll sing your song. In the while I'll wander, down by bluebell groves where wildflowers grow. I hope that lovely Nancy will return. Yes, no matter where I wander, I'm still haunted by your name. The portrait of your beauty stays the same. Standing by the ocean, wondering where you've gone, if you'll return again. Where is the ring I gave to Nancy Spain? Come on, try with us. No matter where I wander, I'm still haunted by your name. The portrait of your beauty stays the same. Standing by the ocean, wondering where you've gone, if you'll return again. Where is the ring I gave to Nancy Spain? Yes, where is the ring I gave to Nancy Spain? Right, very good, very good, Nancy Spain. Well, listen, uh, Ken and myself talked about the fact that the um, fourth major of the year, the PGA, is on down at Oak Hill Golf and Country Club down in Rochester. We have our tickets bought. We're going down there with a few lads. And um, joining us on the line now is a gentleman responsible for sales and marketing for the event. His name is John Handley. How are you this morning, John? I'm doing great, guys. Hello from across the lake. Ah, yes. Very good, very good. Tell me, uh, what's the the condition of the course down there? Have you taken all those members off at this stage? Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's, uh, as you guys probably know, Oak Hill is just a fantastic. They've got 36 holes of Donna Ross golf here, and uh, the East Course will be hosting the PGA Championship, the season's final major, for the third time uh, coming up here in just uh, under two weeks, so. We're uh, we're absolutely thrilled. The golf course looks just spectacular. Jeff Corcoran and his whole staff have got the uh, the golf course just in exceptional condition. And um, going off our Irish theme here, of course, our defending champion is uh, Rory McIlroy. So we're uh, wow. we're thrilled to be hosting uh, host the best field in golf here uh, coming up shortly. And yeah, go ahead. Sorry, yeah, J- uh, John, how are you doing? It's Ken here. The uh, the Rory there, we hope he has his game back in, in plenty of form because we're going to be down there cheering all those lovely Irish golfers on. And uh, was the East Course, was that the one that was the Ryder Cup? Yeah, you got it. So 1995, yep. they had uh, the Ryder Cup. It, really, the history at Oak Hill is unparalleled um, in the States. It's, it's just fantastic. They've had, uh, of course, this will be the third PGA Championship, as I mentioned. Uh, they had the Ryder Cup. They've had three U.S. Opens. 
three U.S. amateurs, wow. you know, names like Hogan, Trevino, Nicholas, they've all won championships here. So it's uh, we're fortunate every year to go to some of the best best golf courses in the states but there's uh oak hill is is at the top of that list so we're uh we're just thrilled to be back well i'm delighted to be going back because uh i was at that 1995 Ryder cup yeah yeah that's where you guys clipped us that is right uh, one of the big wins when the europeans won on uh on u.s US soil soil. so it was uh, an incredible victory by them and uh they've it was a great event. Yeah, there was a great... Philip Walton was the Irish guy on the team oh, wow. uh, that day, and yeah. I followed him up the 18th. And not only that, but right afterwards, outside your lovely clubhouse there, Sam Torrance threw out his shirt, and I caught it. And, uh, and it, hangs <laughs> in, uh, it hangs in my, uh, my old clubhouse back in, in Sligo in Ireland, in Strandhill Golf Club now. So there's a bit of uh, there's good, a bit of uh, Oak Hill back in in Ireland for you. Good man, good man. So John, has the field been finalized, or is it the weekend before that it'll actually be locked down? Yeah. So basically, there's a, a whole assortment of how um, players qualify for the championship. But basically, all of our defending champions to include Padraig Harrington, Phil Mickelson, Tiger Woods. Yeah. Uh, all those gentlemen are they're in the field. Um, actually, uh, some of them are, are going to be coming out to, uh, to to play the golf course here, and um, mm. they're getting geared up for the for the last major championship of the year. So we're uh, everything's coming together on site. We've uh, all the preparations we've been planning for over two years on this, and the culmination of it all is uh, it's coming together, and we're just we're excited. But we've also had quite a few. Um, Quite a few, few of our friends from uh, over in Canada have purchased tickets and are going to be coming over. So we're just absolutely thrilled yeah. by that. And uh, it's very it's, commutable. Uh, it's very commutable from uh, from here, from here. So that's, yep, that's great. Absolutely. So I, I, I just want to make sure that you don't that this isn't offside. But there's four of us going down, and if we put R O R Y on our bellies, will we are we likely to be marched off the course, or well, is no, that the spirit of the event? Give me a heads up on that. I'll make sure that our security team is, is fully aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. That's fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, look forward to having you guys over to the golf course, and uh, definitely look me up when you guys are are here because I'd love to uh, say hello in person. We That'd definitely great, will, John. John. Yeah, and thanks. And uh, f- in terms of tickets, is it sold out, or is there a, is there a, a, an opportunity yeah, for you here so to tell people how they can get uh, get some tickets still? Yeah, we've had a tremendous response on tickets. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday rounds are sold out. We do have mm. tickets available on Thursday, which is the first championship round, and then uh, practice rounds, which are great days to come out. The players uh, will sign autographs. You can bring your camera, and you'll great. see them kind of a lighter side to them they're not uh they're kind of getting ready for the championship to begin but they'll sometimes hit shots they might not normally hit and um you know you can do all that so Fantastic. juniors ages uh 17 and under are admitted free with a ticket as adult so if um any families out there interested in coming over if you if you've never been to a major championship it's uh it's definitely something Something you want to check off your list before it's all said and done. So yeah, well, it's my first one. I have been to a, a couple of Ryder Cup events, but it's my first one of these. And um, uh, thanks to uh, to James Maloney here for, uh, for 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 dialing us into you, John. And how do you know James? Yeah, he's, he's listening uh, right now. He's a great friend. We're fortunate we've gotten to know him, and uh, the, of course the Grimes brothers. And we've uh, we. When we first arrived on site, we, you know, I'd always heard what a great city Toronto is, and then we had a chance to come over and check it out. And the trip one was all it took. We've been over every chance we get, and great. those gentlemen have been uh, just great, showing us around town, and it's a fantastic city. Well, that's great, John, and we look forward to seeing you down there. We will look you up. I think our hotel yeah, is only about a, a mile from the uh, golf course, so we got out ahead of that, and uh, oh, we're in good standing. shape. We'll have to just, you'll we'll have to recommend a little pub or something. Your- yeah, yeah. There's some good spots around town. I'm sure the Grimes and Maloney boys they'll they'll, they'll sniff them out. <laughs> uh, very, very good. Okay, John. Thanks for joining us. Buddy. Thanks, John. Great talking to you. Have a, enjoy the rest of your weekend. And good, luck. You good luck with the event. That's great. Thank All right. You so much, John Appreciate Handley. That. Sounds like he might be a bit of fun, Ken. Indeed. Yeah, it sounds like he might be a bit of fun. Now we'll have to see if we can hook up with him when we're down there.
no, all right we have a result yeah. anyway do we we do yeah um Kevin uh, have Kevin the lads from Kevin have uh, have won the game yeah <laughs> one uh, 17 to 108 okay all right so London are great going. run for London though it was yeah. great lo- great run for London Good great run they did uh, did themselves proud they did indeed Right, we'll move on with a wee bit of music and uh, we'll have our next guest probably up and hot on the line after that. This is the Char Ladies Ball. There you are yourself. Same crowd as last year. Nice to see you. You give us the one you got six months for. That's your chance for money. And you give us a bit of back and You can talk of your outings, your loonies and parties, your dinners, your dances, your kaylees and all. But wait till I tell you the crack that we had on the night that we went to the Chow Ladies Ball. I was there with me man, he was dressed like Queen Anne, with the dome out of one word set up on his head. And we were the White House dressed up like a lighthouse and Camden Street garbles who shut up. Counter of events. Right, folks. Get it in there. We will indeed. Yes, today, the Guinness Community Calendar Events, live from Toronto. Have you registered for the Irish Summer Camp yet? Camps are running from 9 a.m. to 3.30 every day and a concert on Friday. The next one is August 19th to the 23rd at the Irish Supporters Club, 4120 Ridgeway Drive in Mississauga. And then August 26th to 30th at the Museum of Steam and Technology, 900 Woodward Avenue at the QEW. To register, send an email to moleary2001 at rogers.com or give Maureen a call at 416-446-6993. On Saturday, August the 24th, it's the annual Mayo Picnic and Barbecue. And that's going to be held up at the Freely Ranch. And that is in Richmond Hill. The cost is $15 per person. For information, give them a call at 416-748-9227. Saturday, September the 14th, is the second annual Innisfil Celtic Festival at Innisfil Beach park on the beautiful shores of Lake Simcoe and that's all commencing at 11.30am. There'll be music and dancing. And for vendor information you can give Angie Chisholm a call at 705-456-1595. The third annual Streetsville in Mississauga, their Kaylee is happening on September the 21st at the Vic Johnson Community Centre. Doors open at 6pm. There'll be lots of music from a couple of bands called uh, the Mountain Lion Trappers in the North as well as DJ Michael Amaral who will uh, perform throughout the night. Tickets are $50 each or you can book tables of 6 or 8 and you can give Julie Walker a call at 647-808-1546 and Saturday, September the 28th the Shamrock Garden and Landscaping will hold our first annual golf tournament in aid of mental health at Bantry's Roost Golf and Country Club that's off Bramley Road in Brampton you can give Cahill Boyd a call at 416-200-8214 or send him an email at cboyd at shamrockgardens.ca. For more information, go to our Guinness Community Calendar of Events at saturdayirishradio.com. And on the line, folks, live with us here this morning, we have the man himself, the President of the Ireland-Canada Chamber of Commerce, Mr. Cormac Monaghan. Good morning, Cormac. How are you? Ken, good morning. Very well. Yourself? Very nice to have you on the show, Cormac. Welcome back to Canada. Indeed, yeah. Fresh from my Irish dancing jigs over there in uh, in Ireland, setting a world record. It was great. The legs were killing me. But um, anyway, yeah, good to have you. And uh, one thing I noticed, and I saw, I think, a note from you earlier on, you have a lovely new website Indeed. on the chamber, uh, com. People should go and check that out. It looks very good. Nice picture of Mark and his... Uh, Fellow best dressed golfer is up, up front. Ah, I wasn't going to mention man. that. I wasn't good going man, to mention Cormac. that. Good man, Cormac. Yeah, it's great marketing right there. Good man. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, so uh, our listeners should go on and, and check that out for sure. And then you've got the big event back in, in Ireland. Would you tell us a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah, I just wanted to come on and uh, try and get the message out to your, your, your listeners. Um, we're calling it the Business Gathering. Uh, we're leading a delegation from Canada to Ireland. Uh, we've booked the conference facilities in the Shelburne Hotel on Stevens Green, Friday, September 27th, which coincidentally happens to be my 10th wedding anniversary, which... Could be my last one if I go, but anyway, um, when you realize that after we pick the date. Um, so we've got about 25 people from Canada going across the, the six chambers of commerce. I mean, in addition to here, us here in Toronto, we've got chambers in Montreal, Ottawa, Calgary, Vancouver, and Edmonton, and uh, we've got quite a few from Newfoundland going as well. So at the moment, we 25 signed up. We hope to get even more than that. And then there'll be about 100 or 150 people locally from Dublin that have an interest in doing business in Canada uh, turning up on the day in the Shelburne for a, a one-day forum. And we're marketing it as basically a celebration and strengthening of the business ties between uh, the two countries. And we've got John Manley, former Deputy Prime Minister of Canada, who's now Chair of the Employers' Federation here in Canada, flying over with us to be the keynote speaker. So it's all shaping up pretty good. Very good. That'll be great. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. So in terms of, of people finding out, do they contact you directly, Cormac? Or? Yeah, I think the, the best way, can would be the um, main at ICCTO.com. That's M-A-I-N at uh, I-3-C-T-O.com. And uh, I'll reply back to them. And obviously, you know, Kempel Travel would be more than willing and able to, to sort anyone out on, on travel plans. But if anyone fancy just going for a short hop out on the Wednesday night and back on the Sunday... We have made arrangements with Air Canada. Uh, they've reserved seats and given us a very favourable fare on, on that particular route, um, those dates. And we're trying to target it really, in addition to those of us that go to Ireland regularly, really trying to build a package that would be of interest to the many Canadians we all know that always say, oh, I'd love to go to Ireland. But this is a ready-made chance. Uh, they could be out on a Wednesday night, back on a Sunday, before anyone notices they were even gone, and they'd have a you know, a very legitimate business trip. They could expense it and work. Uh, we've got a reception with the ambassador on the Thursday night in Dublin. We hope to golf in Carton House on the Saturday. Um, we're looking at organizing a tour of Google's new uh, world-class lab in Dublin, the foundry they just opened this week. And uh, we may have a reception with Dublin's Lord Mayor. So just a lot that can be slotted in in the, the three or four days. And as I say, main at ICCTO.com. It's very much a, a combination of business and pleasure. And I just ask all the listeners to consider going themselves perhaps, but moreover, let their Canadian acquaintances know and any Irish-based people that would be interested in finding out about Canadian business opportunities to turn up on the day in the Shelburne. Wonderful. Good well, man, Cormac. Great plug, great. buddy. Great plug. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be fantastic. It'll be a... The, our Irish counterparts came here two years ago, the ICBA in Dublin, and uh, it was their lobbying that was quite instrumental in getting Air Canada and Aer Lingus to fly direct. So these sort of things can move the needle, you know, and... Uh, uh, we, we hope to move it further. Well, it's for sure, it's a very important cause and, and the business relationship uh, should continue to go and grow strong between both countries. Yeah, Thanks hopefully. for uh, sharing that with us, Cormac, and coming on. We're uh, almost out of time here. And maybe we can get you on again uh, before the uh, the big event. Yeah, hand the mic back over to the, the Chinese boys. All yeah. right. Yes, thanks very much. Sure, uh, Karen is uh, just about to tune in, is she? Well, this is it. Anytime the parents-in-law come down, they kind of wonder what the interruption is. <laughs> so Doug Ford move over to Fairchild. All right, very good. Thanks, All right, Cormac. Cormac. Good luck. So, yeah. All, All right. right. We're going so to have a piece of music here. We are, yeah. I'm going to play this, actually, talk about business uh, back and forth in Ireland. But uh, met the this young man, Shane Finan, over in uh, Dublin. And uh, I'm not going to lie, I didn't have a coffee with him, but I did have a pint of Guinness with him. And he was telling me about this great uh, jewellery uh, business that he's in. It's called Counties of Ireland Jewellery. So look mm. that up on the web, folks. And they're actually looking to make inroads here into Canada. Oh, very good. So maybe they can be part of that big uh, event that Cormac was just on telling us about. I'm going to throw this song out to him because he's from Sligo. And this is called The Best Years of My Life. And it's a fellow I went to school with, Seamus O'Dowd, singing this track. Lovely. Listen to the words. It's brilliant. <laughs> In the years that I was growing from an infant to a boy The world was ruled from London but those days would soon be undone and the talk was all of freedom and how great our lives would be But circumstance stood fast for all my childish eyes could see 
And as the blade swept through the long grass, a change swept through the times. The land was worked by daytime, and the music played by nighttime. At the wakes and rambling houses, where we played from night till day, life weighed a ton against us, but we held the ghost that day. And the best years of me life were spent in barrowlands and borderlands. The best years of me life were spent in Sligo. Well, the best years of me life were spent in barrowlands and borderlands. The best years of me life were spent in Sligo. Well, the butchin' stills could drown you if you gave them half a chance. I went to Kilburn High Road, a long way from the by-roads. The hill of Cash grew distant as I set out from the phone. The stage became the crossroads, the dance floor home from home. Well, the best years of me life were spent in Barrowlands and Borderlands. The best years of me life were spent in Sligo. Well, the best years of me life were spent in Barrowlands and Borderlands. Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon. This is AM 1430 CHKT, Fairchild Radio, Toronto. The following are programs for the international communities of Greater Toronto. Opinions and views expressed here do not necessarily